Hello, welcome to another episode of the Wholesome Mama Show. Today, I am bringing you the live decluttering Q&A that we had over in the Facebook group. It was so much fun getting everyone's questions and then bringing that to you. And I'm so excited for all the goodness that is in today's episode. I know that you are going to love it no matter where you are on your decluttering journey. Maybe you haven't even gotten started. Then make sure you listen in because I've got something perfect for you to help you get started. Hey mama, are you finding motherhood more stressful and overwhelming than joyful and fun? Are you spending your days in survival mode just counting down to bedtime? I was there once too. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused, and I didn't know my calling beyond motherhood, or even if I had one. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. I'm Elise Rooney, and I'm on a mission to empower women through strategies and mentoring to simplify their life and home, make over their mindset, find purpose, walk in faith, to be able to be present with their family. Join me for conversations about being a woman of faith, conscious parenting and marriage, living in your purpose, how you can easily implement simple systems to simplify your home, mind and life, keys to living an intentional life and so much more. Grab that cup of tea and get ready to thrive. This is The Wholesome Mama Show. Right, so we are now recording and today we are going to be doing a decluttering question and answer. Um, I put it up in the group, put it up on Facebook and on Instagram and I actually had a lot of questions come through um, Instagram and on DM. So I thought that um, I'll just take this opportunity. I'll do it in this group though and um, we can chat all things decluttering. Okay, so the first question I got, which makes sense, was, um, and I had a few of, can you share your journey? How did you start? Where do I start? So I thought this is a really good place um, for us to begin today. So how I started on my decluttering journey was that we, um, we had Spencer and he was about how old was he? He would have been about four months old, I think three or four months old when I one day woke up and looked around my house and thought, wow, I really don't like our house. Like I thought, I really just don't like being here. It's so messy. We have so much stuff. I'm forever cleaning and looking at our home just really overwhelmed me. And I don't know if any of you feel like that where you look at the kitchen or the lounge room and you see dishes piled up or there's just stuff collecting on the dining table or maybe you've got loads and loads of washing that need folding. But I would look around and I would just get so overwhelmed and my home was not bringing me joy. So I kind of, I now I hadn't heard of decluttering I didn't really know anything about minimalism except like that you everything was white and you couldn't own anything and you had to have a capsule wardrobe of like 30 pieces. Um, clearly, I'm not not minimalist because I love clothes still. Um, but I kind of went, okay, well, let's just get rid of stuff. 
And I guess that was where my momentum came from was that I just wanted to get rid of the excess that was just sitting there or I was having to clean or, um, yeah, just all the excess stuff. So that is kind of how I started. And I just, um, I started in the kitchen, which I'll get to another question in a moment of how do I start? But for me, I started in the kitchen because that was where I felt the most overwhelmed. And as you know, a mum is forever in the kitchen. So I just needed to get the kitchen done and then I felt like I could breathe. And then so once the kitchen was decluttered, so I, um, the first thing I did was clean the bench. I went through and I cleaned the bench and I gave everything on the bench a home that was off the bench, including the kettle, including the toaster, everything. Uh, the only thing that now stays on our bench is the Thermomix because I'm not putting that away. Um, but everything had a home. And when you see that everything has a home, it's just like this weight lifts off you. So then I kind of went, oh, okay, well, that that feels really good. Now I'm going to go and do, I think I next did my clothes and then I did the bathroom and then I just went on this rampage of doing the whole entire house. So that was kind of how I started. I didn't really have a set plan. I didn't have a guide, which would have been so helpful. So that is something that I have created to help you. Um, but then the next question of how do I start or how do you start is really there's two ways that I like to help people um, when I'm helping people get started with simplifying their home. The first way is just do the bathroom because it's simple, it's easy. There's nothing usually sentimental unless you're really sentimental about some glitter nail polish that you've had since you were in year five. Um, but it's normally a quick win. So that's why I really like the bathroom as the first place to start because that is going to give you a quick win because usually it's just a cupboard and the vanity, usually. So even though look in your shower, all the products in your shower, do you use them all? Get rid of them. Go through those nail polishes and get rid of them. Go through those little sample skincare things that you've had sitting in the back drawer for who knows how long and get rid of them. So that is probably my um, the one way that I recommend getting started because that's going to give you a quick win. It's going to take like 20 minutes and you're going to see the benefit of it immediately. Whereas something like the kitchen uh, is how I help people get started when they need something that's like more bang for your buck. Uh, so getting decluttered in the kitchen, it's going to be a lot longer than 20 minutes usually. Well, it will be. Uh, it's the one place where now you get it and you have all this momentum to keep going and then move from move to different rooms in the house. Uh, so that is that are the two, those are the two ways that I recommend that you get started. So either doing something simple like the bathroom, quick, simple, easy win, or do the kitchen, do your closet, um, something that's going to give you the most bang for your buck. Now, this next question that I got, how do you know if you'll need it one day? Do you regret anything you've thrown away? 
And now, I don't know if you heard the interview that I did with Shauna from the Simple On Purpose podcast. And this was one of the questions she asked me is, is there anything that you regret? And I honestly cannot even think of one thing that I really regret throwing out. Um, one, because we for- I've forgotten everything because we just have so much stuff that we think we need. And, but really... Um, and how do you know you'll need it one day? Generally, you'll know, you know, and you don't keep these things for the what if that one time comes up because usually that one time isn't going to come up. And if it does, you can always make do with whatever else you have. Um, yeah, so how do you know if you'll need it one day? Generally, deep down in you, you know. Um, If it's something of value and something that's that important to you, then you'll you'll know and you'll want to keep it because it is adding value to your life. If it's not, then just get rid of it. Okay, so the next question I got was, uh, does decluttering help you in motherhood? How? And I really actually liked this question. I hadn't really thought of it too much but has decluttering helped you in motherhood Uh, absolutely absolutely so when everything is simplified when everything has a home it doesn't matter if it's messy I'm not talking about mess here I'm talking about the accumulation of stuff So mess is different to that because mess you can pack away and you can put everything away and then it's done. So like my uh, kids' playroom, everything that they own, all their toys have a home. So they have a cupboard which has all um, like pull-out drawers that are all labelled and that is where all the toys go. So when it's pick up, pack up, then all the toys go away, they all have a home, everything's clear. So that is like mess. But the accumulation of stuff, that is what is overwhelming you and that is what is stopping you from being able to be a present mum because you're not able to be present. You're not able to sit and play with your kids. You're not able to mentally be present with them if you are thinking about all this other stuff that you have to do, if you are sitting at your table doing some painting but in the corner of your eye you see the kitchen and it's a mess or over in the lounge room you see those clothes that you need to fold you aren't present with them and you aren't able to give them your full attention so when you get rid of that stuff when you set up the systems and you set up the routines in your life which I can teach you that then helps you to be that present mum that you want to be to be able to give your child that your full attention uh So that's how it helps because really uh, there's a quote and I really hope I'm going to say it right, but it was um, clutter is the physical manifestation of procrastination from unmade decisions. Something like that. I'm going to see actually if I can find it. Clutter is the... Here we go. Clutter is the physical manifestation of unmade decisions fueled by procrastination. Nearly had it. 
So cluttering, if if you have a cluttered mind and you aren't able to make decisions and you are then procrastinating cleaning up, procrastinating doing the folding, procrastinating cleaning the bench, then really it's just unmade decisions. And as mums, we absolutely do not need more decisions to make. I feel like I am constantly making decisions all day, every day. It's just my brain is going, 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 going. So I don't need more stress and more um, overwhelm put on me by the clutter in my home. And you'll always hear me saying that a cluttered home equals a cluttered mind because generally, well, it's always the case. It is always the case. And when you have a clear home, then you can have a clear mind. But you can't have a clear mind until you have a clear home. So I hope that that makes sense around how it helps you as a mother. Uh, The next question, how do you stay motivated? So when you are getting going and you are starting the process of decluttering your home, it's seeing those wins and seeing how much better you feel. So it's going into your wardrobe and looking and liking everything that you own. It's going into the bathroom, opening up the cupboard and knowing where exactly that is going to be. It's going into the linen cupboard and everything's nicely folded. It's going into the kitchen and knowing that every container has a matching lid. Who'd have thought? Um, So it's all those wins that keep you going in the process. But then for me, I am, I guess, naturally not a very organized, neat person. I'm working on it and I've made a conscious decision that I am and I'm going to say that I am. Uh, But I find it really easy to slip back. Uh, Not so much anymore because I've been doing, um, I've had my systems in, in place. I've been doing routines for so long now that they are just habits, like getting the washing off the line and folding it as I'm getting it off and then walking inside and putting it away. That's just a habit to me now. Uh, So I'm not as easily able to slip back, but certainly in the early, earlier days of this journey for me, uh, when I would just constantly slip back and stuff would accumulate. And there are certainly times where um, our kitchen bench is a complete mess because it's just become the dumping zone And we've had a big week that I feel like I haven't had time to deal with it. Um, But that then for me kicks me up the butt a little bit to then get back to where we were. So that's how I stay motivated. Um, The next question was, can minimalism look different to everyone or is there a set way to do it? So I will say this with minimalism, I am... I'm not minimalist. I'm uh, minimalish. So I, l- I like to have a simple home, uh, but I don't prescribe to the, you can only have 30 items in your closet or you can only have um, four sets of dishes and et cetera, et cetera. So minimalish, um, but absolutely not. It doesn't, there's no set way to do it. There is no, um, is what I'll say. There's no one way 
fits all because um, our lives are all different. What brings me joy and what adds value to my life is different to what brings you joy and what adds value to your life. Uh, For some people, doing the capsule wardrobe really works. For me, it really doesn't. Uh, So there's all kinds of different things. You know, we really like to have people over. So for us, we need more um, cutlery and more dishes and all those things because if I only had the number of people who lived here, then we wouldn't have enough when people came over. And to me, that would just be horrific. Uh, So I absolutely can look different to everyone. And that is why in the guides that I have created, it's very much open to you doing them, how you do it. I just give you these open steps and then you take it and you do it how best fits you. Uh, So do you have, the next question is, do you have any tips or strategies? Um, So... One thing that I kind of one of my top tips if you are getting started is to just take it 15 minutes at a, at a time because a lot of the time we think that we need to jump in and get the whole house done in a day. It's not going to happen and you are just going to get even more overwhelmed and then feel like you failed and then it's just this big snowball. Uh, so... My, one of my top tips is to just do 15 minutes and do one thing at a time. So maybe go through your shoes and then go through the containers and find ones that have matching lids. Then go through the um, kids' toys. Then go through your movies and your CDs, if you still have CDs. I still have a few. Um, so just taking it one step at a time and don't buy into the myth that you have to have it all done and all perfect uh, and have this Pinterest perfect home in a week because that's not going to happen. So the next question was, what are the benefits of decluttering? Uh, I feel like I have covered this already, but um. Really, the biggest benefit is that you have a clear mind, one that every you know that everything in your home has a home. You can put everything away. You're able to be present and you're able to sit and enjoy your home. That was the biggest thing that I found was that I was able to then enjoy my home and love the space that we have created. Okay, so we've got two more questions. The next one is, do you ever have guilt when you throw away gifts or kids' paintings, toys, etc.? Uh, so this is a really interesting one because at Christmas and birthdays, it's always can be really overwhelming. You know, you come home from Christmas with the family, you come home and you go, where are we going to put this stuff? Uh, So one thing on that I will say is that we have, we now um, tell our family what we'd like them to get for our kids Um, because, well, one, we are the ones that have to live with it. We are the ones who normally have to put it away and clean it. 
Um, and so that we have found that so for Spencer's, was it his third birthday? We asked everyone to get him some Duplo because he was really loving Duplo. And we had a big box that we could fit all the Duplo in. So we got everyone to buy him some Duplo. And then all of a sudden we just bought a little bit. Everyone else chipped in uh, and he has a lot of Duplo now. So it's just things like that that make it really easy. Um, throwing away gifts. I don't know if it's just me, but I'm I'm not one to hold on to um, the guilt of throwing away a gift that someone got. Um, we will obviously try and use it or depending on what the gift is. But no, I don't I don't have any guilt in um, throwing away things. The other, so with things like kids' paintings, uh, having them stored somewhere so you can store them in like a filing box or something like that uh, and then use them for like gift wrapping so when nanny has a birthday you can wrap her present up in your child's drawing from daycare because um, one that's just a really nice touch too um, but a way that you can then use it and you're not just throwing it in the bin saying that though my kids aren't in daycare so they don't really come home with lots of paintings or anything. But um, again, just finding something, putting it on the fridge for a month and then moving on and making way for it. Um, your child is never going to ask where every single one of their drawings was. They're just not because they do a new one like every day. So so I think releasing yourself from that guilt and it comes back to what if I need it one day? What if I want to give it to them one day? You're not going to need it one day. So just release, release that uh, burden from yourself. Uh, okay, the last question is, should we involve our kids? And I love this one because I think that absolutely you should when it comes to clearing out their things. So their toys, uh, their clothes, their books, all those kinds of things. So um, obviously their clothes, you can kind of just do that with them. Generally, they don't own too much um, anyway. And there's just having that really honest, open conversation with them. So we did this with our kids um, when before Christmas, we did a big toy cull um, and we sat down with them and at the time Spencer was three and a bit, Nora was almost two, she was pretty much two. Uh, and we said to them, you know, look at all these toys. You have so many toys. There's other kids out there who don't have toys and are maybe not even going to get any toys for Christmas. How about we go through your toys? Cause we know there's toys that you don't play with anymore and you can choose some to give to some kids who don't have toys. Now, in our mind, we did already know really what toys we were going to uh, pass on and what toys we were going to keep. But it was things like we had three train tracks. We had a wooden one, a plastic one, and then a Thomas the Tank Engine one. We don't need three train tracks. We just don't. So we uh, kept one. And then they could choose what one they wanted to um, 
give away to um, someone, kids who don't have toys and then um, one that they could take to Mara and Pa's house to have at Mara and Pa's house so they could have a train track there. Um, but things like that. So we, we already knew we wanted to keep the wooden one because that's the big one, that's the good one. Um, but it's letting them be involved and it's using those words like, why don't you choose some toys to help? Um, why don't you choose some toys to give to some kids who don't have anything and maybe aren't getting Christmas presents? And it's being that, having that open conversation with them um, because they do understand. I, I don't know that Nora fully got it, uh, but Spencer certainly very well understood it. So don't underestimate what they can understand and what they can comprehend. But absolutely, when it involves their things, particularly if they are older and they do know and they are aware, uh, absolutely involve them. Absolutely. Well, I hope that you enjoyed today's Q&A session from the Facebook group all around decluttering. I hope that you got lots of tips and you are ready to get started. And for those of you who are ready to get started, it is the perfect time to join the free as a mama course. So the course is relaunching June 7th. And this time we're doing a group intake, which I'm so excited about. So we're going to be doing weekly Zoom sessions uh, on a Thursday and going through each week, go through each module around freeing our minds. That's going through that hot mess mum mindset of looking at the stress and overwhelm in your life and how we can combat that. Then the next week we'll be looking at how we can really live with intention. So we'll be going through boundaries we'll be going through your values and your priorities and looking at all that then the third week and my favorite one is the clear your home module so this is where we will go into so much more detail and you get access to all the guides all my tips all my strategies around how we can really clear the home so you do have that clear home clean mind able to be really present with your babies uh, and then the fourth week is all around starting to thrive so how you can go from feeling sluggish and demotivated to having energy and feeling vibrant again and really thriving physically mentally spiritually and emotionally all the goodness so it's a jam-packed course and this time with the group intake there are only 10 spots available so run don't walk go to wholesomemama.com slash courses and the code word is launch so make sure you enter that code word launch to get your spot for a sneaky little group discount for the group launch uh, this will never be repeated again at this price so run don't walk wholesomemama.com slash courses and I can't wait to see you in the free as a mama course thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the wholesome mama show i pray that you're blessed by this conversation and if you did get something out of today's episode i would love for you to take a moment leave a review subscribe and even share this episode on your socials and please don't forget to tag me at wholesome mama 
And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.